Welcome back, friends, to Occultus Anonymous. This is episode 120, Peacocking. Welcome to Occultus Anonymous, uh, sponsored by uh, The Unexpanth. Roll20, and viewers, thank you. thank you to our patrons who support us monetarily, give uh, give us a little back so we can uh, check out some interesting mic stuff, which I, I said I was going to look at and I didn't do at all, but we're working on it. Um, and uh, yeah, um, right now, um, thank you to Al, Alan Michael, Alex, Alexander, Algos, Badur, Bernie, Blood Angel. Brandon, Carson, Christian, Danny, Doc, Emil, Giovanni, Inglorious, I'm going to guess Bastards. Yeah, Bastard, yep, singular. Jack, James, Jenny, John, Josh, Julian, Catfeathers, Melissa, Michael, Moku, Nova, One True Michael, Harry, Puppeteer, Raymond, uh, excuse me, Ramon, uh, Rubiscred, Brian, Sch Schmitty, Sebastian, Sinna, Stefan, Serranus, Terry, The Banty, Thomas, Usuf, Sommer, Firekeeper and Zoltan, um, our current patrons for the month. Thank you so much, guys. Um, and yes, Dr. All, I am totally subscribed. I appreciate it. Um, cool. Um, oh, a quick thing, because I keep forgetting to mention it at the end of the stream, so I'm going to mention it now. Um, they Came From Beyond the Grave is up on Kickstarter. If you guys want to play a campy, over-the-top, like, horror movie style ttrpg and i mean like in the b movie style either as if it's actually happening in like the 1920s or as a throwback as a movie from the 19 like 80s back to the 1920s you can play both styles it's up it's running i mean it's literally a game that has the mechanic for making quips as a gameplay mechanic so all those out of out of character where you're like, haha. I know you're not supposed to win, but I would win. Yes, this, I mean, this, like I was like, what? And it, it is, and for some of you who are like, but I want my serious tabletop RPG. Okay, that's fine. You could actually, it's an optional rule. You can literally go, we're not using quips and throw it out. I don't know how you would live with yourself, but you can do that. Um the the trailer is up. The XRX um, would judge you. Yeah, uh, the the trailer is absolutely terrific and super like B movie schlocky. Oh, it's terrific! I, I was going to spoil some stuff about it, but just go watch it. Go look up. Um, they came from beyond trailer, or came from beyond the grave trailer. This is of course the sequel sister thing too. They came from uh, beneath. And I think there's going to be another one that is going to be all science. -y that's going to be come from beyond the stars or something like that. So yeah. Um, does it have that one where the set is poorly made? You can burst through the walls. I don't know. <laughs> Probably that's something you might be able to get away with, um, but it isn't. You, well, like here's Johnny. Yeah. You're not taking place in a movie. It's just, that setting, you know, very Scooby Doo esque, actually. Um, anyways, uh, the Scooby Doo is a national treasure and not a B movie. Anyways, um, when we last left the Cabal, uh, they were having a good old time, uh, flying back from an emanation realm. Um, I have dubbed well, the, the network project, and I were flying back. Oh, Eric and Songbird flew back. Yeah. Yep. Christmas uh, co-located like same people. Well, I mean, let's be honest. When you have the opportunity to fly, why wouldn't you? Uh, Obviously, when the Cabal took the which or Knights Raiding Order are you, none of the rest of you got Windrunners or Skybreakers. Oh. 
or just didn't care. Uh, Songbird would be a skybreaker. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I got Sorry, guys. Dancer. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm an else caller apparently, and I'm okay with that. Uh, Chris <laughs> is a dust bringer. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I know. Craig, go, go, go read <laughs> the books. I, I know it's on your list. No idea what you're talking about. I know it's on the list. It's okay. Nerd shit. Uh, yeah. Super nerdy shit. Um, so yes, uh, we're back uh, in New York. Um, uh, the big thing being that Songbird wanted to go meet some Seraphim because up until now has never summoned any. And if you when you're told that there's a whole cluster of them uh just hanging out ready to be met uh songbird was on board and then had to deal with cartoon einstein and then realized that he'd been plugged into a computer and was not getting probably what he expected but he did get what he needed uh hella arcane beats (laughs) arcane beats and And perfected materials yes um which very very important um and uh yes uh and of course, poor, poor weird, who's like forces I don't understand, actually came back with a little bit of a a little bit of an understanding, especially since she had, I don't know, six hours worth of wearing forces mage site for the entire time. So, yeah, um, cool. But yeah, we pick up with um, half of the cabal, a little bit more um, stepping through co-location network and songbird flying back. I think we determined it's about two hours, um, you know, as the crow flies or the songbird flies, I guess. As the songbird um, flies. You're welcome. Uh, and just beelining uh, back to New York City and finding your way back to lower Manhattan and the Rookery Cabal. At this point, I imagine it's well, actually not. I imagine it is late evening, pushing nine, ten o'clock. You guys had any immediate plans after your visit uh, or anything like that that was a hell of a thing indeed it was oh yeah actually that's right rose had already left um and then you guys had kind because uh that was the i think one of our last comments uh was you guys suggesting that she talk with uh uh oceans under mountains for that whole like blending life balance mm -hmm. yep yeah, that was one of our, the last things that you guys had talked about after stepping through the co-location. Yeah, I'm just going to start, I guess, sorting our stuff we brought back and, and like, putting it away. Sure. Um, probably drop the spells on it that make it small, because, yeah. So and that's I'm probably... Sure. It's going to take a little bit. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> undoing the spells is, is a snap. Uh, but no, I mean, like, actually organizing it all and finding a place for it all to go. I imagine, do you guys have, like, a little backyard that I think Atratus has slowly accumulated material in? It's a junkyard. A little small organized junkyard. Um, it's probably like a, like, caged-in corner of the room or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. It's like, like, like some shelves and like it's pretty. F- if Songbird especially has been involved, it's probably very organized. I don't. I don't take Atratus as being a particularly like a sloppy person either. Um, everything is kind of neat and organized. Yeah. 
Um, and uh, yeah, Rose had left. Titus was gone after feeding you all. Um, yeah. Uh, and then, oh, yeah. So we had the resources. We had uh, basically a bunch of steel. Uh, a little bit of perfected wood uh, that was gifted to Rose uh, with the you know mention of we're going to make you some cool yantra. Uh, and then there is a perfected uh, potted plant. Uh, I can't remember what we determined it was. Um, but yeah. I was looking for an orchid. Like an orchid or something? Yeah. Oh, orchid. That's right. Yes. Um, you know, and it is pristine and uh, it's no longer... Um, in that super regular low poly look, um, as you guys drew it away from the emanation realm, the warping and aligning of stuff kind of fades, uh, but it still is a perfected orchid. Um, and yeah, I think Atratus with her one dot of life goes, what do I put in it? <laughs> Don't right, right now, it's with Rose. It's yeah. going to sit on my workbench and be pretty. Pretty accurate. Um, I'm trying to think if there was any other wrap-up. I, I think that was all the main things I could think of off the top of my head. Yeah, for me at this point, I need mana, so I'm going to do... I need ablations. What do you, what Which do you are plan like, on doing? Um, upcycle or repair a broken complex device joined to similar things into a united whole. So yeah, I just want to like start basically go to my junk pile and uh spend like probably let's say it's like 10 o'clock at night I'm probably gonna go into like one just tinkering with things cool uh i don't know how much mana that would get me <laughs> but. um trying to remember because it's going to be limited by your mind arcana per day <laughs> um let me see is ablations um yeah cannot gain more mana per day than dots uh in the ruling arcanum uh but yeah so in my mind um in this case since you're trying to like kind of organize and put stuff together it's not a, like a discrete action like um something that are like read a study on psychology you, you do that that is you know however long that takes that's an ablation. So for something like this, where you're just like sorting and organizing or similar to when like um, uh, Songbird or uh, Colossus are like smithing and working some stuff for me, it's like every hour is another, you know, point of mana that's, you know, drawn back into your pattern out of nowhere. So that'd be three. Yeah. I do a similar thing after I get back and scour and yeah, ink some mana out of the uh, ink some mana out of the hollow and uh, keep collecting tasks. Yeah, because because you've been keeping up with that hollow um, mm -hmm. and keeping it empty, so it's only got what three currently. Two. Uh, hmm? Two. Two. Okay, I couldn't remember if we'd upgraded the Hallow yet. That's okay. two dots. How long yeah. do we have uh, Apocalypse? Oh, Second Sight? 
Yeah, second side, sorry. Sarah realizes that being on the ground does not hide her, right? Yeah, we can Sarah, still see what you. What are you doing? <laughs> like... Alright, we won't embarrass... she's looking for the cat. <laughs> I guess she's looking for the cat. I don't know. <laughs> okay. We won't judge. Good weirdo. Uh, yep. Um, so, how long do we have second setup? Uh, you cast it with uh, advanced duration, right? Yeah, it's it's there for a while until I drop it. Like I'd probably uh, drop it that night unless you ask me to keep it up. Can you keep it up? Sure. <laughs> like for, for how long? I entice oh, okay. you into the uh, electrical ways of gravitation and data collection. Um. Don't don't get me wrong. Forces is is completely bonkers. But I f- I feel like I'm getting a handle on it. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Uh, I'm just gonna just be grounded before you if- do that. Sure. I'm not planning <laughs> on, on you know being a conductor or anything, but. Hey, there's a quip. That's Give me I... a fucking extra dice or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how, how the mechanic works. Sorry. Uh, we'll have to pick up the... Uh, oh, we'll have to pick up the book. So I'm just going to take off and go wander the street. Looking at power Do lines. You... and You be careful because you um, are at a disadvantage on like actually saying things. Mm-hmm. While you're doing this, don't get hit by a car. Yeah, <laughs> staring at the pretty lights. Do you want to? Well, no, Titus is probably he's asleep. Yes. Well, it's midnight. He's I, in bed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. Let's see here, because I want to remember exactly what forces mage sight gives you. Um, yeah, detects motion, highlights presence of environmental tilts, fire, electricity, other hazards. You can tell if the device is powered or not. In New York City, man, this is this is some like we, we we have <laughs> like it's the I, I know it's sacrilegious to bring up this movie, but it's like the third Matrix movie, and just it's a city of lights and just electricity flowing everywhere, and yeah, especially with motion and cars and people moving about. Yeah, it's probably a trip. Which I think is what Weird was looking for anyways. Yeah. Just be careful. <laughs> I'm going to warn you as you go Don't outside. Trip, I this. should have given this some life magic. <laughs> Everything will be fine. This thing's like, a way of working out. We, we, and Weird is, Weird has currently got, what, three intercessions holstered? Um, so, yeah. Uh, more than that, isn't it? How many did you oh, use? I have more than that. Yeah, we've got like... Eight each. It was yeah. eight. I used one, so yeah, I've got seven still. Also, you still had um uh five int, so you're super smart. Mm-hmm. Uh network did definitely and, drop incognito presence once you guys got back to New York. Sure. <laughs> and just uh for reference, like the intercessions you have or if it's if there's any kind of precedent anywhere for it being able to happen, then it can happen. Because you didn't do the full last tier of it, did yeah. you? Okay. Yeah. 
So if if, the, if there's some combination of things that could make it happen, it can happen for you. Uh, I'm trying to remember how that actually works. Let's it see. won't make the impossible possible, but if there's any... Ah, okay. So, mm -hmm. yes, but they have to spend one willpower and one mana yes. and the intercession. That's right. I was like, hang on. Yeah. There was some limit. Yeah. So you gotta, you gotta put some oomph into it, but... All right, cool. Uh, is there anything specifically that Weird is out to go do while walking? Just soaking in the forces site. Cool. It's, it's kind of like, you know, staring into a... I'm imagining for Weird, it's kind of like looking into an um, a Mandelbrot set. Like, it's just complex and complex and, yeah. Oh, just yeah. forces is like friction and air currents and movement and electricity and potential energy yeah. gravity <laughs> yep gravity uh yeah uh which the, the the gravity side is the thing that always intrigues me because it's like listen we have gravity the planet but there's also between people so there's going to be all sorts of waves and motions mm -hmm. what, what, what is this face songbird I got nothing for the last probably 45 seconds. Oh. Oops. Oh. Yeah, that's on you. Yeah. yeah, I think that was just on you. Okay. <laughs> it's like, did okay. everybody else hear it? Okay. <laughs> yeah, in short, Weird is having okay. a good old time bringing in, you know, forces like. Um, cool. Um, and then uh, where does everybody kind of end their... Well, actually, no, Songbird was uh, had something lined up. What was that? Or just just the ablation stuff. Yeah, just ablations and making some tasks. Cool. Um, and then, uh, where does everybody end up for the night? Home. Yeah, for like one. I figure we'll probably head back and go sleep. Actual bed mm -hmm. in my rich cool. person apartment that I pay for. <laughs> more of a more of a condo than an apartment. <laughs> Yeah. Eh. Could be bigger. <laughs> That's true. Uh, it's only like 4,500 square feet or some shit. It's only like the entire top floor of this building. <laughs> no, there's uh, like. Yeah, there's two of them. No, because that building's like an entire block. Okay. Yeah, if I remember correctly, he's either two or four. Or four. I can't remember the way it was laid out, but. Uh, yeah, it's a big. I think there's four of them. Uh, yeah, because it's looking at the way the uh, map lines up, where everything else would be. Uh, but yeah, um, cool. So yeah, everybody kind of crashes for the night. Um, and uh, oops, I need to here and to look it up earlier while we were getting everything prepped, but uh, technology happened and uh, completely threw me for a loop. So many stupid rooms in this tent house. I'm looking at the layout of it. That's <laughs> <laughs> great. Right. Yeah. Song, you just master bedroom, not even including like closet or bathroom. Yeah, you have um, a sitting room, more a media room. Than my entire, yeah. The great room. <sighs> Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, trust me. Oh. Especially just coming off of the house hunt stuff, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Only three bedrooms. 
1,600 square foot master bedroom. It's fine. Yep. Yeah, that's like the size of your apartment. Uh, uh, ours is like 1,200. <laughs> it's it, the, yeah, the, it's the master suite. Master suite is 600 less than the house that I'm looking at. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, like I'm trying to get. I can't get my head around this place. It's huge. Yeah. Like, I mean, it says like it's the master bedroom alone is 30 feet by 18 feet. Just yeah. big <laughs> space with a very large bed and a bunch like, of weights. <laughs> and I imagine like sitting, well, probably not for some like living room space. space area, right? Yep. You have enough space. It's ridiculous. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Enough about the fictional <laughs> fictional yeah. house. Yeah. No, this, this house is definitely real. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's yeah. True. Uh, <laughs> um, this is not a fictional house. So, um, where was this? Right here. Um, so, Atratus, mm-hmm. what do you normally dream about? Or does, does Atratus keep track of her... Uh, Dreams very closely? No, probably not. Okay. Um, Which makes tonight even more, like, eye-catching, as you definitely have, like... I mean, it's lucid dreaming. Like, there there Mm -hmm. is a definite spot where you realize, hang on, I am asleep and this stuff is all happening. Um, And it is a... I almost said cornucopia, kaleidoscope of swirling images and uh, we'll we'll borrow the Mandelbrot set stuff folding in on each other. Very Doctor Strange mirror realm kind of stuff. And it all just kind of blends and is a blur of like motion and color. But every now and then you see shapes and figures um, and uh, one of which is Zolius. as speaking with somebody kind of indistinct, you don't recognize them, uh, but there is a aura of like kind of black and red, you know, kind of malevolence and violence to it. Um, and they're having a conversation and it's got that muted wah wah Charlie Brown kind of sound. They're definitely talking. You just can't make it out. And then both of them kind of look at you before they just dissolve away. Um, and that's the, like the big thing that you get from the dream until just before you wake up, um, where you have like, very classic fictional monster in the woods, big red eyes, you know, peering past, you know, enormous tree, you know, um, tree trunks and branches and stuff like that. And it's just moving in this forest, kind of paralleling you as you kind of walk along the road, probably not looking like little red riding hood, but it has that kind of sense of you're off somewhere else. And there is this big fucking beast watching you from the things. And then you wake up. Well, consider me. spooked. Um, Yeah, I guess I couldn't have done any. Because I have like mind spells that will let me move around inside my dreams and actually take control of them and see what's up. But if I was already asleep, I couldn't have. Yeah, I was really just long for the ride. 
Okay. Um, when I wake up, I definitely want to examine that. <laughs> uh, and in short, basically, I'm giving you access to um, your dream merit. Um, without necessarily you calling on it. What is it? Um, it's like once a chapter. Once a chapter, no, yeah. The chapters, mm-hmm. but, yeah. Yeah, basically, th- those are the two kind of big images. But like I said, there was a kaleidoscope of stuff that you couldn't quite grasp all at the same time. Um, but yeah, later, um, obviously, something is coming up. And if you feel like, hmm, this is, this is the thing I'm going to ask and kind of think back, especially because Perfect Recall just says mm-hmm. I can remember what I had seen, even at, for for me, especially with between Mage Mind uh, Mind Magic and the Attainment itself, it totally makes sense yeah. that you just go, I remember what I saw. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. you have you know that kind of in your holster. Yeah. Right. Everybody else, you have good normal regular dreams. <laughs> Normal dreams, or you aren't being stalked by things. And if, because it's involving him, you gotta know. You gotta wonder: was it actually a dream? Oh, I mean, I doubt it. I'm pretty sure they saw me. Which mm. <laughs> no, very spooky. I would definitely mention that to y'all. But <laughs> spook. Um, but she'd know if it was a ghost. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> yeah. But because at this point, I would also be familiar with lucid dreaming. Because if I'm, I would have played around with that just to. Mm-hmm. Well, especially once you got the dream merit, which literally lets you enter your dreams with some concentration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you don't even have to do magic to have control of your dreams. Mm-hmm. I mean, even before that, though, like, as soon as I get the mind ability to do it, it's just like you can turn your body off, but then have, like, a whole night of a magical dreamscape world where you can do anything. Just go have a fun time. Um... But yeah, just tell you guys what I saw. And it's... I feel songbird because we're not there in the morning, but... Over coffee. So I had weird dreams. Yeah. Hot dreams. Zilius was there with someone evil. Got the, the evil sense. Um. Also, oh, being like scary weird dream. Okay, got it. Yes. <laughs> Was really worried for a second. Now I'm just worried. Just, just normal. Really worried. Yeah. But yeah. Um. Uh, they saw you. Yes. I don't. Fun. No. Yeah. Um, and yeah, hunted and stalked is the the feel. So that's fun. 
there and dancing by the doorway every time. I'm just like, <laughs> oh me. Interesting. Well, we're gonna kill him anyway. So, I mean, that's Oleus. No, the other one. The the presence, okay. yeah. Yeah, that's probably his boss. Is right? those probably probably the boss? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's like a big, evil fucking field. scary, evil thyrsus, right? So, is he? Yeah. Okay. Elias told us at least that much. Right. So, boss and Graves both thyrsus. Hmm. Okay. Double checking oh. with Drew. Yes, that's correct. I'm ninety percent sure. Graves is thyrsus, which is why I didn't know if the boss was. Uh, you do not know what Graves was. Who the not? boss is the the boss is definitely um um the boss is definitely a theorist, Mister Graves. You do not know. Graves has life, though. Uh, based on your mind records, was Cynthia. Uh, based on your records, what you guys came up with, I'm pulling this out of Conca, um, is that you guys assumed based on what he had done and stuff that he had death fate forces space and time i thought zolius gave us that information though uh we can double we were check talking about we can... having to kill him we right. can watch the uh, episode yeah. whatever it's fine yeah that's fine i had it in my head that he was thyrsus and that's why i want to just punch him to death real quick because if i try and attack him with magic he can slough it off just like I can we can consult the video later but yeah uh, definitely know the big boss I, I'm 90% sure I I will go consult the video later uh, but yeah the big bosses should be a uh, thesis or let me say he is I will double check what the information actually was word no plans for today I mean, Longbird would know that there's a council meeting, right? Correct. Or a conciliar meeting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, got that tonight. Is it is it masquerade attire? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All, yeah, all the, mask, the mask monthly, black tie. All the monthly Good. meetings are always the masquerade. Which I, I think at this point, after the past couple months, like there's a little like, uh, because, well, all your lo- close, you know, interactions with the vampires and, uh, you know, the fact that um, Chico has been invited to a concilium meeting at one point um, as kind of a like branch and everybody's there in masks in a masquerade. And she's going like, really? <laughs> Mage, the masquerade. Aesthetics are important. Um, then it may be uh, dress shopping time. Gotta wear something new. Sure, right. Gotta look good. Is, I was is like, this, is, let's go to the workshop and. Right. <laughs> uh, that, that's exactly what I was like. Is this is this a like cabal effort? Like, do all five of you show up like matched? And attired, uh, or is it more of an individual? No, okay. No, because we all got very different styles. Oh, yeah, sure. You're but an you individual can, birds. 
Right, but you can you can make yeah. Well, and that's exactly it. Is the bird theme is still v- fairly prevalent? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think yeah, actually, I'm going to go to the you, workshop and build one, a new mask. One guess: What color Songbird wears? Red. <laughs> is it red? Like I imagine, Songbird actually wears the jacket with every outfit. Uh, but uh yeah so uh yeah i think it's like okay we're gonna talk about this uh talk about this dream have our coffee okay back to the rookery because we gotta glam up uh or at least prep to glam it's later tonight Mm -hmm. so you don't have to actually change that yeah (laughs) um so yeah back at the rookery itself um the whole cabal is there um fairly early because it is concilium day um so like in the case for network and titus uh they're up pretty quickly um and like go out on their patrol kind of early uh rose is like super glad when you guys uh show up because she's like okay what do I wear? What what what's what's the etiquette? Because she's freaking out because this is her first concilium, you know, meeting. Uh, so she's trying to you know match up, and that that is one of the other things is like she's going to be presented as one of the newest mages of the concilium. Kind of, she's still new. She's still in training, but she's in a cabal. She's you know uh, a real mage as opposed to just awakened and is trying to get a grasp on reality. Um, she's got enough. I mean, she's been to an emanation realm. Like she's, you know, she's met yeah. up with some werewolves. She's yeah. good. Just mm-hmm. raking right, in that Rose. arcane XP. Wait, sorry. What's her shadow name again? Thank you. Nako. Nako. I like grab her by the shoulders. Like we need to get you something with feathers. And I know, oh. girl, you've got a big string of pearls somewhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's that kind of night. And then What's... she realizes, oh, crap, a bird. Uh, What's a like, bird, yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, and so, so you guys take to the internet to BuzzFeed quizzes. And it's like, what is your <laughs> what bird? bird are you? <laughs> she keeps ending up with dinosaurs. <laughs> She can be Archaeopteryx. <laughs> Nako shows up as a cassowary. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which I mean, they're horrifying. Yeah, as a theorist. Yeah. Like right, everybody else, beautiful little songbirds and a crow and an owl and cassowary. It's like, Jesus. <laughs> um, I don't know what kind of bird she would. Uh, Twitch chat, while we continue to play, uh, let me hear your comments on bird type for for Nako, our new thirsts. Good burbs. Please, pr- please provide to chat. In chat. Um, so yeah. Um, that said, while she's like working that out and then you know trying to figure out clothing, um, you uh, guys talk about the dreams any further, or is that just a like we're going to put a pin in that and we'll talk about it later? Where, where are we with that? I mean, at this point, I don't think I have much else to say beyond just that hi this happens um we can go explore it further later maybe um I can pull it up and dive into it and try to see if I can see anything else but for right now let's do a meeting do a fashion cool uh 
just because there's one owl doesn't mean there can't be more uh twitch chat i tell you what like if they keep growing they're gonna run like you know because uh, let's be honest you have um uh atratus well atratus was the vulture for a while but i don't think at all dresses vulturey. Um, I mean, most of her things are like, it's all in black, it's feathers, it's all, um, synthetic. Like, everything she's got that's feathery is like, um, like the shoulder piece is, uh, like acrylics, um, feathers made of plastic and leather and metal and but uh, yeah, specifically, you're not going for a necessarily specific bird vibe, just birdie. Yeah. yeah. For the mask, though, I do like um, uh, a vulture skull, just because they're really cool skulls. Yep. They have uh, wicked hooks on their beaks. All the better for... Yes, Songbird leans very much into, like, fucking cardinals, blue jays peacocks like showy peacocks. fucking bullshit what a surprise yeah yeah <laughs> showy bullshit imagine weird really leans into the the ravens now yeah uh yeah uh mockingbird hacksaw blue jay robin like you guys are chocobo all right <laughs> everybody go home <laughs> done yep uh yeah, i actually really do like just now that you mentioned the cassowary <laughs> Uh, um, ooh, Ibis. That's also a good one. Ibis is good. I um, think that I think Nika might actually go with Ibis. I have to remember what a cassowary was. Now I'm. Now I get it. Yeah, <laughs> it's a um, scary ostrich. Bracelets. Uh, bracelets with spikes on them. Yes. Yeah, I, I think Nico is a little bit too nice to go full cassowary, but yeah, um, not quite disemboweling. But no, the um, the, the thought look is good. The it look? is. Just, I'm looking at this picture, and this is a dinosaur. Yes, it is. Yeah, kids yeah, at home, the, go uh, check thoth. out the cassowary. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, the ibis is thoth, the knowledge. Uh, oh, God. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, she's Scarlet up. Ibis. Oh. Uh, but yeah, I was going to say, I think, uh, you know, oh, that is a very pretty bird. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Deco is totally on board. But, but yeah, I imagine that Tritus busts out, like, the big brain mythology, anthropology, you know, stuff and goes, okay, let's talk about meanings about birds and pulls out the big book <laughs> of birds. Because let's be honest, if there's one book you guys have, like there's some huge like bird watching, bird identifying books somewhere in the cabal. There's there's the big book of burbs, and then there's the big book of burbs for dummies. Some <laughs> <laughs> no. bird and Jimmy got that one. Yeah. Uh no, not duck. Um duck. I mean, just ducks are dicks. So moving on. Uh, otherwise, <laughs> that conversation goes places. Yep. Uh, so Always yeah. to the same ones. Yep. Uh, so no, yeah. I really like a Scarlet Ibis for her, especially since her name is Rose. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I was thinking, too. Um, yeah, it works very, very well. Uh, Jimmy is uh, probably a uh, probably a blue jay or a robin. I thought he was an owl. Who's the owl? 
multiple people mentioned an owl. I thought because Jimmy like Erica's network like looks out over everybody and yeah. And because I remember there was a time I think where it was weird owl ish. No, huh. she's always been raven. Okay. Well, before she was the the Shrike. Oh yeah, that's true. There was yeah. At least that's the, the labyrinth. And then you never stabbed anyone with your sword in 120 episodes. <laughs> that's Fucking true. Hey, guys, shit. welcome to 120. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Uh, and, you know, let's be honest. It's a bird cabal. They can change stuff up all over the place. Um, so, yeah. Um and uh yeah so you guys kind of get your stuff ready uh set set aside um and kind of while away the uh morning and afternoon uh is there anything specific you do i imagine you probably pull a couple more points of mana out of the hallow um Mm -hmm. and uh yeah cool uh was there any other stuff or do we jump to the meeting i wanted to try and uh set the groundwork to do another door I mean, it's not setting the door. You can just go meet up or call or whatever you want to do. Sure, but what the angle I wanted to take on it was try and find out what is uh, like guilty pleasure or things that he likes to enjoy for his leisure activities. Well, now, see, that's that's two different things. Are you using those guilty pleasures to open the door or otherwise you're just getting information about it? Moonkeeper. Well, I'm planning on using those to open the door, but I need okay. to know what they are first. Yeah, uh, which I mean that that itself would be the role. And yeah, that, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, we don't and need to make him to use those to right. Exactly. Uh, what dice would you like to throw at this to come up with uh, um, that information? I would expect possibly socialize or streetwise. Um, and specialization in rumors. You want to ask for help? Um. Yeah. How about uh, persuasion and manipulation? Does that work? Mm-hmm. Or do you want to so getting it out of him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, asking him directly. I, I don't want to get it from him. I want to get it from people that know him. That works for me too. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, if if nothing else, chatting up with Songbird and be like, "Hey, so about Moonkeeper." Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, woo. wow, Dang. nine dice, zero successes. Okay. Dyke. So yeah, you do some. And yeah, I think actually you go talk to Songbird. <laughs> Songbird doesn't know like, shit about yeah. Moonkeeper. <laughs> well, no, because bear in mind. Songbird probably knows a lot about Moonkeeper, but it's going to be professional, tactical, and adamantine arrow. What are his likes and dislikes? The fuck do I know? He prefers death ma- uh, time magic. That's what he <laughs> likes, right? <laughs> yeah. I, um, I, I think at he this probably point... enjoyed aging a vampire to death. That was mm-hmm. probably fun. Yep. Uh, so yeah, so, so no door. Uh, oh, which... you have intercessions. Uh, and it's tempting, but I also have wisdom, so no. <laughs> I won't blow an intercession on this. I mean... Okay. Yep. Uh, it's yeah, not an act of hubris to use an intercession. 
Well, it's using magic to do something it, it that could be uh, an act. Could be done, but you just, just like she that. just proved that she couldn't do it. And see, that's where you get into the the back and forth and the the kind of fun stuff about wisdom. But at, at this point, I kind of lean to the uh, the player's call of like, ah, she's not going to do that because it's using her magic. Okay. Uh, I uh, will it door. It will not see door. if I've heard anything. Because uh, yeah, I've got Because um, I mean, we're all here while you're asking this, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. See, I've got Streetwise and a plus one because I've got a socialization and knowing rumors. Mm-hmm. So what would it... Intelligence? I'm okay with that. I'm kind of pulling on your, like... Pass on. Hey, I heard this thing. Knowledge uh, of rumors. And, and any successes, that, any successes that you get will be additional die that will apply retroactively to Weird's roll, and so we'll give Weird a couple more dice to throw at this door, perhaps. Because I like this whole like we're getting. Oh, there you go. Three more dice there. Uh, weird. Um, Mostly because I like this whole, hey, Songbird, do you know anything about this? No. And uh, Travis goes, hey, doesn't Monkeeper like such and such? There you go. Uh, Hey, there we go. Nine dice, zero successes. Three dice, two successes. Weird, everybody. Uh, um, So, yeah, uh, you very quickly get, um, and especially as often as you've met up with Moonkeeper for coffee um, and stuff like that, it Moonkeeper has a sweet tooth for coffee flavored anything. It like the more weird and bizarre it might be, the you know more kind of amusing it might be. Um, and that's just his like his go to flavor of stuff. And so yeah, it's one of those like you know hey yeah hey I heard you liked and you know and especially with a little bit of fate magic stumbling across you know some limited edition run or because let's be honest, Japan coffee has jelly a bi- beans or some shit. Uh, well, I was going to Kit Kats, but yes, because uh, Japan has tons of flavors of Kit Kats and the U.S. is True. screwed. Uh, but yeah, so be it. Uh, you can also but just get really good um, espresso candies at like the Asian grocery stores. Mm-hmm. Yep. So <laughs> does Weird put candies together a little gift basket of stuff or uh, I'm curious how Weird plays this out as a, you know, thing. Um, so I I don't want to give it to him directly. I just want to, if I can bend shifting the odds a little bit, put it in a place where he's going to see it, or come across it, and it's going to end up in well, his hands. Well, here's the question, because it's a door that's about sure. your relationship to Moonkeeper. <laughs> Right, but he's also he's also an acanthus. When okay, so you're unusual assuming... things happen. Gotcha. Yeah. So you're assuming like, that like me buying him a coffee and I just happened to spill it all over the ground on my mm-hmm. way to meet him. Like it, you know, that's freaking Moonkeeper. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So yeah. So I I, I like that. The, there's that moment of what the heck is. Oh, okay, that's weird. Okay, uh, okay, I did that. Meanwhile, every mage in the concilium is going, "Oh, fucking acanthus." Uh, uh, but cool, I, I, I dig that. I, I, I like the play of that. Um, 
So, uh, coffee-flavored chocolate from the hedge. No. <laughs> nothing from the hedge. Nothing from the fay. food-related. No, thank you. Uh, weird knows better, for sure. Uh, so, cool. Uh, a friend posted a picture today of a unopened bag of pork rinds that he was walking by on the sidewalk. I was like, this is the weirdest start of a fay trickery deal I've ever seen. <laughs> yep. Good, man. Uh, good stuff. Got some uh, weird hillbilly fay down in Alabama. <laughs> So, um, yeah, uh, there, there's a little bit of arrangement of making sure that shows up, which is kind of nice because it's timed just before the concilium beating. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, so you guys uh, traverse up uh, north um, out of uh, New York up to the big house um, that at this point you guys are kind of familiar with. Um, make your way past security. Um you know, Rose has grabbed somebody's arm for a little bit of emotional support. Uh, Absolutely, hold mine. I'm gonna touch her anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's true. Uh, and uh, you guys kind of make your way up, and like I said, especially because for you guys, especially, uh, and for Songbird, especially, you know, appearance is a big thing. Uh, so everybody else is showing I'm up. I'm important. In, um but uh you know there is there is the peacocking you know level of stuff where most everybody else is like they show up in you know nice suits or you know kind of you know normal dresses uh things that you know aren't too you know gaudy or you know uh you know out of the ordinary some of the silver ladder some of the the uh the free council might be a little bit uh more uh eye-catching but that like this five of you uh, six, excuse me, because Titus goes. Fucking uh, couture runway. Right. And it's just like, <laughs> what is like, and it, because it's the group of you, you know, uh, mm -hmm. rolling up, you know, for, yeah, uh, ready to rumble uh, and make your way in. Um, and uh, there is definitely, uh, compared to the, you know, previous meetings that we've done, it's been six months. The Cabal has made some moves, you know, Songbird is now the provost of uh, one of the counselors. Uh, there was a whole new position within the Cabal that was made for, uh, uh, not the Cabal, the Concilium that was made for uh, Tratus um, as the ambassador to other supernatural folks, uh, which has uh, quite a few members of the... Um, uh the diamond orders the uh the non-free council folks who are going oh that's that's just that's out of the ordinary and we don't like out of the ordinary the free council are like dude this is cool uh progress look at that we have ambassadors um and uh yeah so as you guys roll up um you know the adamantine arrow guards who are kind of you know on station and stuff like that there is not preferential treatment you guys aren't like brought up in front but there's definite like nods nobody bows because it's you know it's a concilium but we're all you know, mages right yeah there, there's definitely some some nods of respect um and uh i'm thinking now well, never mind. We're just going to roll with this and you guys can correct me later if you'd like. Um, but uh, at the start of the meeting, because we've kind of bounced around and never gone over all the details of uh, the meeting. But one of the aspects of the concilium and it's done in different ways in different conciliums. But in New York, if you want to declare and say, hey, I am a master. You got to prove it. You have to show it because let's be honest. 
gameplay mechanic wise says you get the fifth dot of arcana congratulations but real learning is more granular than that and it's only once you can do things at the fifth level means that you have earned that fifth dot um and so uh there is a part of the meeting probably at the start because you want to be uh identified and acknowledged as a master before you get into the real talk because hey i'm a master i can speak for on behalf of this thing or that you know, bit of knowledge um and uh i think there's a bit of a rustle as both weird and songbird stand up and like two people from you know this already fairly you know controversial um cabal uh who are doing things a little bit out of the ordinary and they both stand up at the same time and they're like jesus christ really <laughs> um, <laughs> looking over uh, and seeing the two of you and we're, we don't need a die roll uh but as you guys perform can i say what know, i do though oh yeah absolutely um i bring something that i've crafted some little whatever one dot spell or mm-hmm. a you know imbued item, uh, and then blow it up with word of unmaking. <laughs> that's kind of what I figured. I was like, that's that's the easy one to just, and this is just gone now, uh, as it just completely unravels. And there's there's a polite bit of clapping. There's a couple mystagogues who are gasping because such such a thing is blasphemous. Uh, I'll make another one. It's fine. Right. Exactly. Um, what about weird? I'm really tempted to do Swarm of Locusts, but uh, <laughs> um, that's the problem I, with proving uh, that you're master of a subtle arcana. Yeah. Um, so, what about shutting out the lights? Oh, as in Swarm the of Insects. Building? Sure, you no, can do not, that not, instead of instead of the insects. I'll use one of my um, um, one of my intercessions to have a. 20 second power outage. Sure. Yeah. What, what just, I was actually, just to the building. What I was going to actually suggest is that Weird might just motion at the Cabal and say, inspect us, because you all have Weird's Nimbus <laughs> and eight intercessions. And, you know, but no, I, that that is much, much cooler. It's just like, yeah, so I just, be- I just step up and then I snap my fingers and the lights go out. Stop and everyone goes right oh and that's yeah it's like huh that's weird okay hang on <laughs> and, and <laughs> you know and there, there's the moment where and like there's the higher level like fate mages and a couple other people who are in the know who go oh okay and like a lot of other people are going i don't get it but like especially like some of the like <laughs> there's a couple like brand new abrimos like Okay, and <laughs> right, that's exactly where I was going. With that. Some folks I can are like, do that too. Yeah, uh, and some some folks have to lean over, and it's like, yes, but this is the convoluted, ridiculous way to do it, uh, uh, which is acanthus written all over it. Fucking um, acanthus. There's maybe like one other person in the concilium who steps up and demonstrates mastery, uh, or potentially another degree of mastery. Um, but there are very few who have more than two um, or that have more than one degree of mastery. Uh, getting into that second degree of mastery means that your gnosis has gone to that superhuman level, um, which, I mean, 
mages are already a little superhuman, but um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, you guys kind of step beyond that and are acknowledged as masters of your uh, rhyme and fate. Um, and then meeting kind of continues on, uh, excuse me, actually in that same meeting or portion of the meeting, uh, Rose is acknowledged Um a little bit, a little bit of clapping uh, as you know people. Hooray! Yep, uh, and acknowledge her and uh, Stephen Klein as members of you know full fledged, full voting members. I guess would be the the way they say it um, of the concilium. Um, and you know Stephen is a crossover sitting with you know his cabal and kind of give you uh, gives gives weird a nod. It's like hey, yep, that this is your doing. Thanks, bud. <laughs> uh, kind of thing. Um, and uh, things roll on uh, a little bit more um, to a uh, update uh, from almost said Red Dread, but um, from Pip uh, about the fact that there are seers in Lower Manhattan um, and that they have you know made this oh uh, made this deal. Borsine is called forth as the lictor who wrote it and transcribed it and reads it out. And there is definitely like some her fluffle um, amongst the various mages who are going, wait, hang on what? Um, and uh, it's, it's enough to the point that the hierarch kind of, sta- uh, you know, brings his hands up and all right, all right, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Everybody shush. Uh, and kind of motions to the cabal uh, and says, uh, Rookery, would you like to uh, follow up and explain any further details that we may need to know outside of the bronze law that Borsine has uh, read to us? We have free oh, passage say- through their lips. Yeah. What do you want to say? I just want to say no. We didn't really feel like going to war right now, so. Yeah, just want to lay out that, like, we've agreed not to bother them in these zones. Those rules only apply to us. We didn't promise them anything in regards to anyone else. So if they pick a fight with werewolves, that's on them. Which most of the kids are like, yeah, if you mess with werewolves, that's on you. That's not our thing anyways. Uh, that's an Atratus thing. They wanted us to promise them safety from everything, and we said no. We just agreed that we would not bother them in their zones. Well, we being we've effectively, we the concilium. Yeah. We've effectively codified the situation that's existed for several years. And we're not going to war, so. There's, yeah, there's, again, a little bit of, you know, uh, hubbub, uh, as, you know, people are expressing dis, you know, dislike and some people are like, oh, smart. Uh, I would like somebody to roll. It's probably going to be Songbird. Uh, presence plus persuasion to kind of put a spin on it uh, and see just where it actually goes. Uh, and actually, uh, since it is going to be songbird rolling, I go ahead and add two because you're the provost and you have a position within the. Elf. They also have the reputation of being the person who goes out and 
fights the Sears. Fucking wrecks Sears, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think if I had any other bonuses, but that should be it. Okay. Yeah, so Perception still four successes. Five. Yeah, shame, shame there wasn't that one more, but uh, still four successes, more or less like, because hey, I think there's the hubbub after like Atratus basically says, hey, we're not going to war. Weird says, hey, we're, you know, we're just trying to codify what already existed. And Songbird puts, you know, puts the foot down. Everyone goes, okay, yeah, yeah. The seer killer says, and okay. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> kind of sits back. Uh, because, uh, yeah, over the past six months, Songbird has a reputation. Songbird kills seers uh, and leads raids on seers. Um, and then they said, oh, we're going to fight you. And Seer and Songbird basically defeated somebody in a duel. And they're like, all right. Yeah, when it comes to Sears, you just just go check with Songbird because they're the one with the experience. Um, so there's definitely still some folks who are not happy, notably um, uh, quite a few uh, Silver Laterites. Uh, some Thearchs basically are like, whoa, hang on. Like, this is this is unprecedented sharing territory, uh, but it's like, well, no, not really sharing territory. I they have some it's literally just keeping what has already been going on, but now we know where they are, and if this needs to change in the future, it can change. Right. Uh, which yeah satisfies most people. Uh, the free council uh, are surprisingly okay with this, and I think it's like when you mentioned that you know exactly where they are and the free council is like, yeah, <laughs> like they, they step a toe out of line. They break any, any rules and a whole bunch of free council guys go, hi. So listen <laughs> about your plumbing. <laughs> it's just <laughs> fucked now. Um, so cool. Um, is there anything that the cabal wishes to bring up as kind of new information or new business to the concilium? So, okay. No, I don't think so. Okay. That's, that's kind of what, what I had expected, but it was just one of those, Ooh, this is a you know opportunity. Somebody could throw something in here. Um, so, uh, yeah, for the most part, uh, things kind of continue on. There's some status updates on some uh, longer-term projects that people are working on. Uh, there's an announcement uh, from one of the, like, other prime masters. Uh, they've basically realigned some resonance and formed a hallow. Um, so that's marked down and there's, you know, okay, yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, and yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> and, uh, Give know, me a few more days. Yep. Um, and it's, you know, one of those things of, you know, we're bringing, you know, because every new hallow is more truth, more mana being brought into this side of the world, which is a good thing, generally speaking. Um, it brings in some trouble with locusts and presidents and stuff like that, but for the most part, mages tend to, uh, pentacle mages tend to look at Hallows as being a positive thing. Um, some various other paperworky kind of stuff. So and so is leaving this cabal. These cabals are hashing out a bronze law to, you know, settle an agreement. Um, there's probably like one or two arcane duels like at the tail end uh, where people are leaving and other people are like getting snacks and stuff like that. And while, while people are sitting and eating, you know, little hot dogs on toothpicks, you know, 
mages are, you know, fighting over the right to keep that grimoire that we, you know, we made this together when now that we're splitting up, who gets to keep the grimoire? Okay, arcane duel over it. Um, kind of, uh, kind of shenanigans. Um, and, uh, uh, as the meeting kind of wears down, Hadramiel comes over and takes Songbird by the arm and kind of draws away um, and says, so there may be a change up in the ranks coming soon. The uh, hierarch is expressing uh, dissatisfaction with his counselors um not as a whole but uh and kind of you know looks down at himself with a you know like some of them are undermining what he's wanting to do um which is within his right to you know remove a counselor um but uh yeah so just keep a keep a weather eye out um I don't, you know, this stuff normally doesn't come to blows, uh, but every now and then insults get thrown and stuff like that. And I think I'm okay because Sun and Winter and I don't like each other, but we have a professional relationship. Um, I'm thinking it's probably Factory, but if he removes Factory, then the Free Council no longer has a seat on the Council. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's going to upset the free council who, um, if you haven't noticed in kind of waves are kind of a, a big number. Um, and meanwhile, the, you know, adamantine arrow have two seats. Um, yeah. Uh, so <clears throat> that might be happening in the next couple weeks. I know fun drama, the stuff that you really don't care about. Uh, but I'm letting no, you know, fine. um, as my, I, I do actually care about those. Like he would know that I'm actually interested in the, the wheeling and dealing in politics and stuff. Okay, I was, uh, the, the, and I wasn't. That was more of a, uh, as a slip up on my end more than uh, anything. That's uh, fine. Uh, but uh, yeah, so yeah, because he is, would he would know that. Um, and so. Um. Okay. Um. Would I? We probably would have talked about this at some point, but why do the guardians not have anybody on the council? Uh, I get that. Because uh, uh, nobody likes guardians. Shardell is the sentinel. So, no, that's not right. Isn't it? Harold. Harold. Yes. Thank you. Harold, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't uh, have a sentinel as far as I'm aware. Uh, we probably, we probably do, but. We just haven't run into him. Uh, Probably should have been me. <laughs> hey, if you want to make a move. Um, but um, yeah, he's the Herald. Uh, and, and primarily the Guardians have never expressed interest in like pushing to have a representative on the council. Um, you know, they, they would uh, <laughs> think Kodromio puts it. They would rather be, you know, internal affairs and not be tied directly to the council. That way they can investigate the council without question of them seeking further. I, I don't know how they work. Um, yeah, I'd suggest talking to weird, but uh, I mean, weird isn't heavy on the politics side, you know, uh, and, and out yep. of, out of character, Craig, it's not like 
weird as like attending the regular meetings of the guardians mm-hmm. or anything right um the guardians are happy to have weird as the nice face for the mm-hmm. for the order uh and yes, oh, this, look, she's not that bad yeah, yeah they're not bad a look, little kooky it's fine look yeah. at this labyrinth it's a theater they do they do musical theater sometimes even it's just yeah they don't murder anyone also we put on our faces and kill people sometimes <laughs> yeah but that's 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 the other stuff we don't talk about. That stuff. Look at look we'll at weird. That, but that's also a role that the concilium needs us to do. Right. Which is the big guardian thing. And and because the guardians will play that murder card of you know like the interfector is you know always a guardian and stuff like that. So, but uh, yeah. Uh, do we have an interfector? <laughs> They're just not around. Uh, I'm trying to remember if I listed. Did he just tell you who it is? I believe we'd probably have a few. Uh, usually no, there's, there's just always one. one. Uh, let me see here. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I feel like I had written down who the interfector was. We shall see. Yes, uh, Cameo. We just never fucked up bad enough to have to meet them. Uh, yeah, Cameo is the uh, guardian of Brimos, and yes, you guys have not met Cameo. Uh, Camiel is uh, just so. Cobrimos. Uh, yes. Uh, Camiel is um, uh, the student of. Um, man, I don't know why I'm trying to remember names when I just pull it up in Kanka. Uh, of Vala. Vala was Camiel's mentor. They, they both do that whole gender neutral f- face mask like. Uh, Un, you know, just unflappable, unknowable. Yeah, uh, when 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 Camille shows up, it's like some angel of death, uh, faceless, not pleased about this, not upset about this. It's just got to do this. Um, yeah, uh, and I think in the past six months, like you guys have, you know, heard of Camille, you know, having to pass, you know, judgment and stuff like that, or hunt down somebody who's, you know, gone gone awry, but. Um, yeah, uh, it happens. It's one of those. OK, we don't we don't talk about that now. Now, of course, uh, nobody's like soul has been ripped out. It's usually somebody is brought in for, you know, questioning. Yes, you did it. OK, these are the punishments. Yes, we're going to take that terrible, terrible grimoire that you made and we're going to destroy it. You know, things of that nature. Um, but yes. Yeah, that, that thing you made out of perfected human skin with somebody's soul in it. Yeah, we're going to need that. Yep. <laughs> Put that soul back where it belongs. Yeah, the whole, the whole nine yards. Um, so uh, with that, um, is there anything that you guys are? Uh, oh, actually, I almost forgot. Uh, Moonkeeper comes over to chat with Weird, um, and is very amiable and stuff like that. And like, and it's like, oh, uh, candy, and just like hands over, comes, <laughs> and you know, don't mind if I do. Um, and there's just a little bit of you know, you guys kind of chatting and you know, kind of enjoying it stuff, and you realize that you have made enough progress chatting with Moonkeeper that yes, uh, Moonkeeper considers you a close confidant and like, you know, a, uh, an ally, uh, especially now that you are a master, uh, which was also going to be one of my requirements that I was not mentioning. Um, but yeah, now that you are a master, um, it's not quite as a discrepancy in power and knowledge, uh, you guys can speak master to master. Um, and, you know, to put it another way, because you have a mastery in an arcana, 
you could replace Moonkeeper. Uh, not that that is something weird is looking to do, but at that point, because yeah. you are a master, like you could be drawn called upon as the Acanthus uh, counselor. Um, so yeah, Moonkeeper having you as an ally uh, is, is you know, or uh, not not necessarily allies in the merit, but uh, as a confidant uh, is cool by him. So does that has that opened the door for me to take that second dot? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Good. Yep. Yeah, you, you. I want to. Okay. I want to chat with Hisa. Sure. Your 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 friend um, your friendly college professor who is a Masiegos that you don't hate. Yes. Yeah. He's friends. Um, I want to ask him about um, Mammon. Mammon or Zolius? Zolius? I want to know, because he was in his head. Hisa has information that we don't on him. So. Okay, so you were asking about Zolius. Sorry, there was just mm-hmm. my brain was like, yes. you didn't answer the question. Yes, yes, you did. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Uh, so yeah, he's a kind of looks... When he was Mammon. Right. Yeah. Uh, and he's um, a... I want to mention that he's shown back up not um, quite new and improved but uh yeah he's reappeared in our lives in some small fashion and i want to know basically everything we know about him because he didn't tell us anything, anything. <laughs> yeah uh yeah so he's it goes Okay, um, that seems like a probable and okay reason to branch, you know, the whole patient, client, uh, whatever, you know the thing, disclosures. Yeah, yeah uh, come by my um, office tomorrow and, and we'll chat because this is not exactly the appropriate place for yeah, that not conversation. Here, but... but it is something that we definitely should probably talk about if he's back. Sounds and good. Bring, you know whoever else in within the cabal that needs to know, because we'll just get it all out. Sure. Uh, and, and anything else you guys do at the meeting? Um, I want to, uh, I just wanted to, the folks who are grumbling about the deal that we made with the Sears. Mm-hmm. I just kind of want to work the room around them. Um, to reinforce that the people that are grumbling did nothing for years. So why are they grumbling now? Sure. Uh, in, in, a, in a subterfuge sort oh, no. of way. Oh, no, no, no. This, this is 100% socialize. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, this is you You work in the crowd. Uh, All right. And you can use manipulation or lying your presence. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I, I wanted to, you know, draw a red line under that phrase for them in a subtle way. Not yeah. Well, and that's where it, confront them or anything. So that's the manipulation. So manipulation plus. Yeah. Okay. Plus socialize. Right. I need more dots and socialize. <laughs> <laughs> but now that you got five in, in fate, you know, what else do you have? Hey, to spend? hey there you go. Four, four, uh, four dice, two successes. That works. 
so yeah, you spend the uh, the rest of the party, uh, the meeting, uh, just talking and just and I imagine a lot of it is like talking with Moonkeeper, just you know as you guys kind of walk about, <laughs> you know, and uh, you know possibly some of the other guardians, you know, Shodel. Uh, Camiel is there. Camiel does not talk to anybody. Uh, but yeah, uh, just having quiet little conversation, talking with Network, talking with Rose, go, uh, Nako, go talk with, you know, uh, Stephen Klein, who has picked out a uh, uh, shadow name. I, I haven't figured it out, uh, but okay. um, yeah. Uh, just kind of work, work the crowd and just remind everybody that, hey, you showed up. They had this territory and you claimed all this stuff around their territory that they already had. Uh, and all this is doing is finalizing it. So cool. and the beacon and the like the underlining point was the people who were beacon about us making that deal did nothing about them for years before we came in. Right. So yeah. Just trying to take the window of their sails. Oh yeah. As far as that goes. Okay. Um cool. Um let's see. Um there's anything else I had at the meeting itself. Uh, bum, 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 bum. I want to grab Hadramiel, like kind of like as people are starting to leave um, and uh, talk a little bit about the project. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, uh, at like the meeting? Over in a corner. Okay. I gotcha. Yeah, you, you, you at least make some level of like, hey, this is a private conversation kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. And um, I think what I am doing is um, sharing my um, like double patterned summoning circle um, and discussing what possible avenues of further improvement that a that two masters of prime could add to that. Um, basically, I'm, I want to make a rote to set down to leave, like because I'm besides just the, uh, the artifact itself, like Songbird, especially if we're still smart today. <laughs> um, I recognizes that yeah, there's, I definitely think Atratus would keep that, that spell value in that there is value in um, leaving behind like research notes and stuff like that so having this codified rote um so i think the the theory that like songbird brings up would be like uh like working in like the soul stone in the domain like further in like further melding it with the actual summoning circle and stuff um and possibly even like working in like what if we like make a hollow as and like these are just like a a spitball of ideas but the idea is to just how how can we get the closest to the supernal possible and that is the the big honking five dot spell that songbird's trying to come up with gotcha yeah try and try and basically create you know a verge plus domain plus yeah something as a spell cool yeah and you guys get like drawn into some very hushed conversation and he takes a couple of notes he's like i'm gonna have to think about this uh <laughs> yeah uh because obviously now is not the time to have that full conversation right. but yeah right uh, 
Yeah, cool. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, of course, you know, bringing up the fact that, oh, yeah, you want this. Oh, we're going to do it as a rote. Okay, yeah. So Songbird needs to start practicing casting mm-hmm. the spell again and again and again to, to start right. to codify it. Um, cool. Um, which also reminds me, wasn't weird working on a rote? As an intention, but she hasn't put much work into it yet. Okay, that's that's what I, I was reading from the situation, but uh, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, and, I uh, thought you had done that. Mm, no, because uh, it takes... Uh, maybe as... KitKat. It is KitKat. Uh, sorry, maybe as part of this um, conversation, I start um, not so subtly asking to uh, start drawing on some of the Concilium's task reserves. Interesting. Um, if you're drawing on the conciliums, you're going to have to roll uh, uh, your concilium status. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll use a willpower on this. Okay. Two successes. Cool. Uh, and you have concilium status of what? Three. Three. Okay. Yeah. So he's like, okay, uh, there's a three dot hollow that, you know, can arrange for you to have, you know, private use for, for the, you know, length of the project. Right. Uh, cool. Or more specifically, if it's easier, uh, he could basically arrange for somebody to deliver tasks to the rookery. Okay. Yeah. It's convenient. Cool. Uh, Somebody just shows up with a backpack full of tasks. Which is terrific because like like depending on where the it's like showing up with giant like geode crystal things or yeah. Uh, And a bun. Like a mishmash of shit. And a buns, yep. Uh, I actually uh, (laughs) let me see here. So I have I have a uh, I have a random generator that might work for this. Um Use it for D and D all the time. Nope, not that one. Shoot, is my food random generator? There we are. Um, <laughs> dude, I have the best. That's awesome. No, I, I I love it. It's great. Uh, so yeah, perfect. Okay, uh, ra- random random beverage. Um, so yes, uh, starting tomorrow. Uh, the rookery is getting delivery of um, uh, jugs of mana coffee. <laughs> You're going to expect me not to drink that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can drink it. As and soon just... as it gets there, it's <laughs> straight into the fire. Um, Go ahead. And Songbird, just so you know, like I've got a classic old style, like 50s Coke machine. Mm-hmm. Sitting next I'm to familiar. a hollow in my office, you can take all the cook out of there you want. Just probably take the mana itself. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, that's true. Yeah, because you could just drive over. I can't afford. I can't afford to drink fucking <laughs> 150 <laughs> calories of sugar every day. <laughs> 150 grams of sugar every day. Uh, so yes, with that, uh, and Noctal pointing out Dr. Tass, which I need to have now, uh, but thanks for that. Um, we will call this episode a, 
yeah, but we'll call it good. We're just done here. Um, thank you guys for <laughs> yeah, joining yeah. us. Uh, as always, join us on Discord, yeetinto.space. Uh, love to chat with you, talk about your preferred method of mana imbibing. Uh, mana buns, Dr. Tass, coffee, uh, beer, whatever. Um, so yeah, uh, and if you want to support us monetarily, that is patreon.com slash occultisanonymous or staylucky.club. I have an email sitting telling me that I may be able to set up uh, payments via other um, uh, uh, currencies, like doing, I think, pounds and euros and stuff like that. Uh, so we may have some stuff set up a little bit differently for our uh, international audience. Um, that way you can pay a flat five of whatever uh instead of having to mess with currency exchange and a uh, changing price or whatever i don't know what it does for you international folks but we'll hopefully have it neat and cleaned up and tidy and stuff like that so uh twitch guys we'll be back in just a couple of minutes youtube guys we'll see you on friday take us out of here craig stay lucky